the alcohol is an excuse to meet. It's not an excuse to socialise, if you know what I mean. I think what Brilliant. you do when you meet when you meet someone and you're drinking, you meet, you say hello, you have a drink, you socialise for that first drink. Second drink comes, you go back into your own space and then it's about when's my next drink or talking, you get very much talking about yourself, I think. When you, where you socialise sober, I've noticed you really, I mean, I'm really into whatever anyone else is talking about and that whole connection brings its own sort of stimulation as well, I think. Hi, my name is Andy Ramage. Welcome to my podcast where I attempt to share the story behind the story of thought leaders, authors, athletes, everyday heroes and alcohol-free adventurers who have found meaning and purpose through their work, while also sharing some of their greatest wisdom. Let's do this. Matt Pink, aka The Better Life Guy, is making waves in the alcohol-free space. His social media is inspiring tons of alcohol-free adventurers and sober curious to have fun, be social, and love their AF adventure, right? And what I love about Matt's story is that he trained with me in the early stages of his alcohol-free journey and is now out there inspiring many others to do the same. On a personal note, this is my major focus, trying to inspire more people to get out there and inspire others to go on this alcohol-free adventure. To take his development to the next level, Matt will also train with me again to become an accredited coach, to add a world-class qualification and even more credibility to what he's doing in the alcohol-free space. I'm super excited about what's to come from Matt. He's literally just warming up and I'm a massive, massive supporter and I'm honored to be a part of his story. And on September the 18th, Matt is hosting, in his words, the first ever No Booze Cruise up the Thames in London. Since the time of the recording, this event has sold out many times over. I'll be there with Matt on the 18th, throwing some shapes, or maybe not, and having a great time without any booze in sight. You're gonna love this chat about sober socializing and why we believe when you stop drinking, your social life gets even better. All right, let's do this. Team, on September the 6th, I'm running the last Arate Way online adventure to your best self. It's personal development at its best. It's designed specifically for you, and I'm not going to make a secret. I want to train with you. It's what I do best. It's what I've spent the last 10 years educating myself upon because it wasn't that long ago. I was struggling a bit. Three stone heavier, overweight, unhappy, unmotivated, unfulfilled, lacking meaning, lacking purpose, feeling a bit meh a bit five out of 10. But then I went on this personal development adventure and realized it doesn't have to be that way. But we have to do the work and the works in the courses. It's the best learning that I've put together through 10 years of running these online courses to help you move that needle a little bit from where you are point A to where you've always dreamt of being point B. It's personal development at its best. And the results that we get collectively are staggering. So if you want to get more clarity over your goals, find more meaning and purpose, understand how your brain works and do it within a framework and a community that will move the needle in a big way. It's fun, it's energetic, it's exciting, it's an adventure and it's a tiny, tiny investment in your personal development. It's less than a couple of good nights out and how many of them have moved the needle in your life, led to more meaning and purpose? None of them. So let's make it happen, let's get together, let's train together. I can get to know more of your story, you can get to know more of mine. It's what I do best, 
Let's make it happen before the year escapes us. September the 6th. Come and join me on the next Arate Way adventure to your best self. To find out more and to sign up, go to arateway.com, A-R-E-T-E way.com or go to andyramage.com, select courses, Arate Way. All right, I'll see you on the Arate Way soon. Let's do this. Morning team, we're up and on it with the superstar himself, Matt Pink. How are we? In pink. I made it this time. No accidents (laughs) on the uh, motorway today. Yeah, if anyone remembers our last time that we caught up, I was all by myself for quite a while because poor Matt got delayed on the way here, but we are in Battle Park, Essex at the Zone 1 Health Studio, which I love, which where I hang out most of the time. And just before we get stuck into it, just a reminder, on Friday, I'll be interviewing Emma Prudeau here as well. Emma, who's part of the Zone 1 team, went from a non-runner in her 40s to be on track at 47 to be the fastest ever age-rated marathon runner in the UK. Doesn't drink. Amazing. Neither does Rosa. Doesn't drink. No Christi- surprise. Christian Daly runs the whole thing. Don't really drink, to be fair, <laughs> very, very, very rarely, because we get results. We get results. Cool. Team, all right, so welcome, Matt. Thank you, mate. Nice to be here. What nice. a place. It's unbelievable. cool. Unbelievable, yeah, unbelievable. When you drive up to it, it's like magical, isn't it? If yeah. Windy road, I put a little story up before. Unbelievable. And you get here, and it's just like so clean, so well set up. I can't wait to have a little go. Yeah, yeah. So when this is done, we're going to go and um, pump some irons, <laughs> as it were. But your shoulder's a bit. Dodge, yeah, done my shoulder in, but I'm going to give something a go. Do your legs, right? Do something, do something, Don't yeah. stop do doing something. your legs. All right, so we'll, we'll get on the, the racks after this. But the reason we wanted to catch up today, Matt's got the first ever, we're calling it the first ever. We're claiming it. We're claiming it, right? The first ever no booze cruise down the Thames on the 18th of September. 18th of September, perfect day as well. It's going to be beautiful weather, apparently. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, best time of the year. Yeah, I love it. And what's the timings on it again? So it um, one o'clock, one till four p.m. Saturday afternoon leaves from Temple. Anyone who knows London, Temple's kind of like in around the London Eye area, and it goes down to Battersea, um, and then it comes back and goes past uh, the London Eye area and goes up to Tower Bridge and then comes back. So it disembarks from Temple as well. So it's a three-hour, no booze cruise. Three drinks included in the ticket price. Is that one, two, three drinks? One, two, three drinks. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just going to be amazing. The idea of it is kind of, we, a lot of people said you should do something, you should get people together and it's been ongoing, but as we've, um, as we all know, like the government keep putting the restrictions in, it keeps moving back and back and back. So in the end I thought, you know what, I'm going to commit to something in September. Yeah. I think we'll be all right by then. I hope we'll be all right by then. And if not, we're on a boat anyway, so we can't do too much damage. Um, so that's the idea of it, and it's going to be great to just get everyone together, all the Better Life Guide crew, all your crew, all the sober crew, anyone who's sober curious, um, just to have a nice chat, a bit of connection, see the sights, a beautiful day. Yeah, well it could be better than that, and that's sort of the topic of our conversation, I think, in many ways, that there is this revolution building, people want to get together and socialise in different ways that doesn't involve alcohol, <clears throat> and I think the, the, the idea behind what Matt's doing is just genius. So I'll be there as well. Um, I know already there's quite a few people when we touched on this before that have decided to join in. So officially the link is below on Facebook, on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure to check out uh, Matt Pink, aka Better Life Guy. All the details will be on there. But if you're on Facebook, you can literally click the link below to register. There's a few spaces left, not particularly many. So it's one of them first in, 
first on board, as it were. <laughs> so I'm going to be there. I'm really looking forward to it. I know many of you are going already. It, it's going to be something different. And that's what, what I really wanted to bring you on today was to talk about like sober socialising. And actually, before we even get into it, this is where I come to socialise now. And I think there is this like mythology around alcohol, isn't it? It's like we need alcohol to socialise. But actually, the truth is, when you reflect on your life, you're socialising all the time without it. Yeah. And actually, alcohol is an excuse to meet. It's not an excuse to socialise, if you know what I mean. I think what Brilliant. you do when you meet when you meet someone and you're drinking, you meet, you say hello, you have a drink, you socialise for that first drink. Second drink comes, you go back into your own space and then it's about when's my next drink or talking, you get very much talking about yourself, I think. When you, where you socialise sober, I've noticed you really, I mean, I'm really into whatever anyone else is talking about and that whole connection brings its own sort of stimulation as well, I think. Yeah. So that's what I want to see more of, that's what I want to do more of. And I can't wait to do, it's not just a boat party, this is the start of something and I want to do like a Christmas party, I want to do a New Year's party, yeah. I want to do a spring boat cruise, or you know, start build, layering it in and just build the momentum because um, they just opened the first alcohol-free bar in Dublin, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Virgin Mayor, I think it's called. And when I saw that, and I, I used to work in Ireland, and you're from Ireland, so you know, if, they, if it works there, there's got to be some, some sort of something in it in the yeah. alcohol-free socialising world. So it's the start of it all. It is. The revolution is now. And I think what, what sort of has preceded that is the movement towards alcohol-free alternatives. Again, seven years ago, when I, I started looking at this, there were none. There was Bex Blue. That was it. Um, and now you've just seen this like massive influx of alcohol-free alternatives because the demand is there, isn't it? And I think we want grown-up drinks. We want to feel like that we can go and socialise and taste something that's healthy, that's not full of sugar. And I think that's fueled this wonderful, wonderful revolution in the alcohol-free market as a drink space, which is then on the back of that, I think, producing these opportunities to get together and socialise without alcohol. Because the truth is this, alcohol spoils most good nights, exactly. in truth. Now, I've got to put a caveat around it, right? <clears throat> and I think we both have to own that, because we would have had some brilliant nights yeah. and times, and we've done some pretty cool things over the years when alcohol was involved. Yeah. But I'm not going to deny any of that. But it's not until you sort of get out the other side, on the fun side of the island, and you look back in, yeah. you start to see it for what it is. Exactly. And, I, and I think there's a high chance, I, I've said it like this to a couple of people before, like if you think about it, how many times have you really, really like belly laughed, had like one of the best moments of, of your life without alcohol? Sorry, it's just gone off. It's gone off. <coughs> didn't like it, did it? No, I didn't like it. Um, and I know, that those occasions happen to us all, right? We just have those moments where it's just like hilariously funny. We're just like cracking up laughing without alcohol, right? Yeah. So we know we can get into that space. How many times have you socialized without alcohol? We do it all the time in our jobs. We're doing it right now, you know, remember those occasions. So then when you think about it, we're so easy to transpose the great times and pretend that it must be alcohol that's offering that when clearly it's not right because um, you can't guarantee that it's the alcohol that's offering it because we've just demonstrated that you can belly laugh and have the greatest crack without it. You can socialise without it. So why do we sort of give it this, put it on a pedestal and say, oh, almost the only reason we had a good night yeah. or a good social event was because of alcohol? Yeah. And then once you come away from it as well, that's the thing I've really noticed is when you come away from it, even I, like someone who's so... I'm quite a confident person. I walk around wearing bright pink. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, yeah, I love it. But when you go to a social event and you're sober, for the first, even for me, it's quite, 
I was quite intimidated by it all because you, so you feel like these other people have got this sort of like edge on you because they've got the fuel and you haven't got it. So you're going you're to have to go for the real you. Um, and that was what really sort of shocked me. So, but then after a few times of doing that, you sort of, you start to get the ground back and you start mm. to become the one who's actually got the upper ground because actually I'm in full control of what I'm saying here. And then you watch the, the demise of everyone around the room. <laughs> you watch the volume go up. You watch the same stories being told over and over again. You watch people going up and concentrating on where their next drink is. They need the toilet, they're up and down. It all becomes a bit chaotic. So that's when you really start to notice that's the time to leave. But also that's when you notice the difference between socialising with someone like you at an occasion like this. It doesn't drop off, it gets better and better. Every time we see each mm. other, it feels like we're connecting more and more. We've got, we're doing things, we're active, we're, we're actually making the change in this space rather than sitting somewhere and it gets less and less, if you know what I mean. It gets less productive and you're talking over each other. I, no, I, t I totally agree and, and I think you have to retrain. I think we probably have to own that as well. I think a lot of people that are a bit nervous about <clears throat> let's just talk about the social life around alcohol because it is a social crutch. And for me, even personally, that was the thing that led me to alcohol, definitely. I was that sort of slightly introverted ginger kid. And like, I, I drank this alcohol and I was able to communicate with girls. Yeah. It was brilliant. I was like, I could talk to girls and stuff as a sort of 12, 13 year old, which I know is ridiculously young, but that's, that's the story, <laughs> right? In terms of my alcohol story anyway. And it did work, you know, and I can't deny that. And then you make those associations, don't you, as a, as a child? Like, I was a child, I was too young to be drinking, but I was drinking. And to be fair, that's the story for most people, yeah. in truth. But I was making those neural connections at a really young age of, oh, I do this thing, and it allows me to do that. That's powerful. But then what happens is you mature out of that, yeah. and I didn't need it to talk to girls anymore, but I've made that a concrete association. So what do I do? I just keep replaying that loop over and over again, over and over again. And then you wake up mid-30s married and going, why am I doing that? Yeah. I don't need that to socialise anymore. But what I had to do was retrain. Mm -hmm. Because I'd spent from the age 13 to 35-ish at that point, just behaving in a certain way socially. So I had to retrain. And like you said, it took a little while to get into the groove of it. But then you're like totally empowered because you can hold a conversation with anyone, anywhere. Yeah. You can go proper deep with someone and own every bit of it. Yeah. As opposed to that sort of fake friends, right? Who remembers? Who's had this? And I bet you've had this. One of those fake friends. You know when you meet the friend whilst drinking? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they are yes. literally your best friend ever. Yeah. They're like your best friend ever. Yeah, You're yeah. like, oh my God, this is like the greatest person I've ever met in my life. And then you meet them the next day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to speak. No, yeah. they don't want to speak to you. You don't want to speak to them. You're completely mortified. It's the sort of thing that happens on a work day. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, that person's amazing. And then the next day it's like, I can't, I can't. Can't face them. Yeah, I used to have that with a guy. I used to drink in a bar just off Regent Street, and I used to see him. He was stood at the end of the bar every time I walked in. I was like, "Yes, mate, how are you?" <laughs> and then we'd have a few. Every time I got a drink, I'd be chatting to him, and and then I'd see him on Regent Street, like at lunch on the next day, we'd walk past each other. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Yeah. yeah, in our minds, we're like, "Oh my God, they're so I'm so sociable. I know all these yeah. people. I look at they're all." great friends and then like you can't face them yeah. in the real world. Yeah. And again, what's completely different about alcohol-free socializing, sober so socializing, when you make those connections and you meet someone the next day, you're like, you'll just take off where you left yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely different experience. It is completely different, man. I, I just, I'm so grateful for the times I drink in. I had such a laugh. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I damaged every part of my life. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing I'd say to anyone who's considered ever going sober is, and I'll keep repeating the same thing, I'll keep repeating it to the day I die. 
there's every section of my life has got significantly better, whether that's financial, whether that's sociable, whether that's my work, whether that's being a dad, whether that's being a friend, being a son, whatever it is, everything's got significantly better and socialising is within that. And I never, ever would have thought that socialising would be in that category yeah. um, initially, even when I first gave up alcohol. But now I can say I look forward to socialising, it's something I look forward to doing. And at, even like the boat party, for example, it finishes at 4 p.m. So 4 p.m., you know, I could, I could be in the gym for 6 p.m. if yeah. I wanted to. And that's the amazing thing. I put on my Instagram last night, going off on one a little bit, but I, I went for a 10K run on a treadmill, right? Yeah, I went for a, you know what this is like. I went for a recruitment lunch yesterday um, in the West End. And that would have before consisted of a couple of glasses of wine. And that would have been like me sort of after work, I'd have gone for a few more beers and I probably would have watched the football or whatever was going on that evening and gone home late and been knackered and got to work early this morning and been on coffees and bacon sandwiches and whatever. Last night, yesterday I went for the same business lunch. Mm. I had um, sparkling water. I was home on time. I went for, went to, thought I'll go to the gym. While I was at the gym, I thought I'm going to run. While I ran, I thought I'm going to run 5K. And then I thought I'm going to run 10K. I ran 10K on a treadmill after work, after a business lunch rather than the other way of going from five more pints, ended up in a curry house and getting home at midnight. It's like completely it's different slide, journey. Sliding doors. It's a completely it? different <clears throat> journey. And I feel so good this morning, I was excited for today. So you can still do the socialising, but it's just that one small tweak, like taking the alcohol. I still had the food. I still met the, I still had the same, met the same people in the same places. I just didn't have the alcohol. And that led to a completely different path. I mean, it's amazing. And when you compound that over your life, they yeah. are the difference. All those little <clears throat> twists and turns that lead you in a completely different place over time. Yeah. Whether that's in your health, whether that's in your relationships, whether that's in your finances, it is just those little moments that just yeah. start to lead Think you on that different path. Even the calories, right? Because I burnt off 800 calories rather than consuming 1800 calories. There's like a two and a half thousand calorie difference. Yeah, yeah. In <laughs> just that alone, let alone everything else. Again, c compound that over time and people go, I can't get on top of my weight or my, my physique or whatever it is. It's because of all those little moments that we don't sort of notice. Yeah. And invariably, all roots lead back to alcohol. Yeah. And that's the difference when you remove it. I know we bang on about it, but it's so true. We yeah, understand it because is. it's true for both of us. And for many of you, we know that. It's those little moments that add up over time. And also, I think it's the little moments in, in your relationships as well, which is really important to, to acknowledge. It's the little white lies that pop up every now and again. It's the, oh, my train was delayed story. Yeah. Like, how many people's train get delayed <laughs> mysteriously in London, right? It's like, if you work in London, the trains are con somewhere, someone's train's delayed. Yeah. Oh, no, they're cancelled again. Right? Yeah. And you're just looking around. No, they're not. They're all running perfectly on time. Oh, but, or the classic. Just one. I'm just literally staying for one. Yeah, then I'll be home, right? Who said who said those words yeah, before? Yeah. And then it's like literally that sort of five drinks later phone call of you know, earache. And then it's <laughs> like, but these moments, same thing, just compound over time. They chip away at trust. They chip away at love. And then you find yourself in this space where relationships are strained. Whereas you do the opposite, and all of a sudden you go home when you're meant to go home. Yeah. You're full of like energy. You can converse. You can communicate it starts to build this like compounding effect in a really positive way. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why it keeps blacking out, but it keeps blacking out. Either way, you can check this. We're, we're live on uh, Andy Ramage official and um, better life guy. So do check out both just in case. So if there's anything going on, you can flip yes. between, flip between the two. So talking of socializing, here we are today getting together like 
we've been doing on quite a regular basis and loving it, right? And we build that deep connection. And what I've noticed is that when I converse or get together with someone that's also on the alcohol-free train, they're much better at going deeper, quicker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets much, you know, there's a superficial layer that I spent 10 years in and I just found it was like eating social cardboard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, oh, really? We're going to talk about football again. We're going to talk about work again. Someone's going to talk about girls again. Yeah. It's like, is that it? Is that all we've got? Do you know what I mean? Like night after night. Then the other people are going to chip in and go, I hate this person. I hate my job. I'm going to tell the boss where to go. Literally on loop. And I felt like I didn't have a deep conversation below that superficial level level for about 10 years yeah that's because i think like it's a very and i don't it's a very selfish act drinking in many ways and it's a very isolated channel if you think about like people one two three four five people they're all having one two three four five drinking experiences in a pub and they're all talking about themselves a lot of the time worrying about their own drink and how they're feeling that's their sort of channel of connection, if you know what I mean. When we're having a conversation, it's like more like this. It's yeah, more like yeah. a channel like this. We're actually connected. I think it's a lot of five people having their own conversations, which mm. causes to the out to the um, volume going up and to the misconnection. Do you know what I mean? I think everyone's after the, after themselves when they drink. I think that's one thing I've noticed just by observing it. Because I've never even been an observer before until recently, and just observing it, it's just, it's like a a work of art. How crazy it all is. And oh, yeah. You think how I was in that conversation for 20 years of like talking absolute shit and like nonsense and like over talking of other people and not listening to what people are saying and repeating the same stories and it's just it's, it's an experience to just observe it to be honest yeah and I think that's one of the powerful things about taking a break is that you get to you get to see it for what it is totally you can't see it when you're in it so if anyone's sort of again listening to this are probably going oh god like, bore off you know <laughs> and that's what you know, people that are drinking sort of think, and we're going to come back to that in a second, I'm glad I just mentioned that, but it's not until you take a break and you go back into those environments. At first, it's really uncomfortable because it's a bit like, this is rubbish. But then you sort of connect the dots and go, oh, I've figured out why it's not particularly enjoyable because it was never particularly enjoyable in this setting or in this frame yeah. because people are talking over each other. No one's really listening. Everyone's having their own conversation. I'd rather go to the... So one health studio and catch up with people and work out and connect in a completely different way. Don't get me wrong, I still love to socialize and go out and do all those things. And I'm doing it all the time. I'm just doing it much less frequently in those environments. And the reason I do it much f less frequently in those environments, because <clears throat> I don't enjoy it as much yeah. for all of those reasons. Unless there was a space such as the No Booze Cruise where you know you're getting into the, a very similar environment but everyone's on the same wavelength. Exactly. I and mean, that is just beautiful. And that is what I can't wait to do because like actually talk to like a boat full of sober people that want to talk. And like, I'm yeah. gonna go up to people, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Tell me about you, I wanna know about it. And that, I'll tell you, that's one thing I've noticed, is two, like two things I've noticed since going sober, that is one of the big ones, is the, the buzz you get from connection and the, the lack of it in my life before. And you get like a natural high, the endorphins go from just from connecting to people. Like I do, like I am now. You just get it, and it's just something I can't wait to do on the booze cruise, on any social occasion, just with like-minded people about them and connect with them and hear about them and listen to them and actually just have that experience. Yeah. I love it, and the, the irony of that is there is an assumption when you're drinking, you've got these big social networks, Yeah. but actually it's that superficial, it is proper superficial, whereas exactly that, the opposite happens when you take a break from alcohol. 
you get these new networks of much deeper connection and the confidence to go up to someone and say, how you doing? Yeah. Just tell me a bit about you. Because yeah. you know they're on the same wavelength. Yeah, exactly. Right? That is so, so incredibly powerful. And something I just mentioned a minute ago, I wanted to come back to, the classic line, and I think we've, we've got to talk about this, is basically I think this is the drinker's last stand is the boring tag, right? And, yeah. and that really is a social, that's aimed at the sort of socialising or the social aspect of not drinking. So I think the topic that we talk about that. But that was the line... I must admit that tripped me up the most. Like yeah. that would hurt me, right? If someone said to me, oh, you're so boring. It was the only thing they could say. Yeah. It was, th- they, they couldn't say, uh, not drinking is bad for your health because yeah. it's not, or it's stealing all your time. No, they, they had nothing, nothing. There's yeah. nothing they can say apart from bore off. Yeah. The boring. And that used to hurt me to the point that I would then end up drinking very often just to prove them wrong. I'll show you mm. bloody boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I doing that? Yeah. Yeah, I know, no. I exactly. I I was the one calling people boring. Yeah, and, and long, I, I've done long that time. before. And I've looked back and think, God, people that you know would, you know, they have health reasons that aren't drinking. I'll be like, don't bother coming. There's no point coming then. Like, be really mm. dismissive of it. And I think look back and think, God, so it's so harsh and it's so. And that shows that only reflects on where I was at yeah. and my own problems. It doesn't reflect on anywhere else. So. I think that's the th- that's the thing, isn't it? And that's where I, that's what ultimately we want to help people. We want to open the people's eyes. I want people like me and you that are actually good lads that are laugh, that are a laugh, have good something about them, sort of stand up and go, Do you know what? We're the life and soul of the party, but we don't drink. And sort of that might get catch the attention of people that are in that situation where they are desperate. Because ultimately, if they're saying you're boring, they're the one who needs a bit of help. So hopefully, we can sort of open their eyes to this world that exists. Because I certainly didn't know this world existed. I thought it was a boring world. I thought it was full of drivers. People. <laughs> drivers and pregnant people that's it and proper boring people yeah. I know and that is what's really special even about uh, and if you don't follow Matt uh, Better Life Guy on Instagram Facebook do because it's just bright it's out there right Every, you know, from the bright pink top to Matt's <laughs> name but I love that because it's actually saying like we're probably standing up and going hold on a minute we're having loads of fun by the way on the fun side of the island we are like the people are cracking up I was here yesterday training uh, my wife one of my daughters was here training with Emma and Rosa over at zone one and the laughter that was coming from that group was just amazing it was just constant they were working out they were like training together but the constantly the banter and the laughter and I just thought to myself that is so beautiful when you see things like that that's completely removed from so this sort of boring tag that's sort of stuck on 21 that doesn't drink is total bullshit yeah but the truth is this, and you said something that's really important, and I've got to own that as well. I was that person for a while. I yeah. was the person saying, you're boring. Yeah. So I think it's not to vilify people that label you with boring. They just don't get it. It's just where they're at. And yeah. I think, like you said, all we can do, all, all of us can do, is be those beacons in our networks. Show up, have the banter, have the crack, look amazing, feel amazing, smile. And that in itself is so incredibly powerful because it sort of shocks People at the system. I clearly remember going out one night and a guy came along when I was broken and he didn't drink and he was the funniest guy in the room. Yeah. He had all the banter, all the crack. He was totally involved. And I remember at the time that completely blew my mind a bit. I was like, how did, that, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I was like, how could he possibly come along, be funnier than everyone else, yeah. have more banter than everyone else and not drink? Yeah. And I know that for me, it wasn't a direct result, but they were the seeds that started to be sown. 
yeah. in my mind Hang of on. hold on a minute something's going on here so that's my point even if you're having this subtle influence on people you are just by showing up and mate you can't read the label when you're inside the jar we said this last yeah, time yeah this is nice this yeah. is exactly what I'm talking about like people that are saying you're boring are in the jar they can't read the label they don't know anything else and it's the people that have got a leg outside the jar um, that are intrigued. They're the people that we can get over, the, the, get out the jar, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So it's people, like when you're stuck in that moment, I was stuck in it for 20 years. I didn't know anything else. And I was, my reaction to anyone who wasn't drinking was you're boring. So, uh, but I didn't, I literally didn't know anything else. I think what we're doing now is it's bright, it's powerful, it's colorful and it's fun because it's going to entice more people. It's going to build our team and it's ultimately going to move that needle we keep talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love it, and it, this is so important that, like, collectively, and this is why I love doing the lives and all the stuff that, that Matt does and myself, and, and we'll do loads and loads in this space because it's just so incredibly important because all of us are involved, yeah. every single one of us, every single person listening, anyone that's ever taken a break, because your actions matter, and I think it spreads. And that's why even regards alcohol-free drinks. That's why I like unlimited. I like drinks that look like alcohol-free drinks because yeah. I want to send a message to everyone yeah. in the social environment that I'm in that I'm not drinking, by the way. Yeah. I don't want a drink that looks like everyone else's drink. Yeah. I've yeah. decided this because I think the, the, the beer companies are so smart. Right? Yeah. Don't forget they're pouring billions of dollars into this. I bet they're thinking, let's make all our alcohol-free drinks look exactly like their other drinks because they know her mentality. Yeah. If you walk into a bar and you haven't got that keen eye, you think, oh, everyone's drinking. Yeah. But wouldn't it be nice if everyone had a pink yeah. bottle of beer? That might be. Funny you should say that. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Funny you should That's say that. That's down the line. Plan. That is down the line, isn't it? But wouldn't that be great? And it's like, right, I know of that group of, let's just say, a hundred people. Twenty-five percent of them are not drinking, yeah. and I can tell it really quickly yeah. because of the drink that they're holding. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Yes. See, it's Better got legs. Life beer. Better life beer. <laughs> it's got legs. But all of this stuff. Why not? We should have more of this. We should have more connection, more get-togethers, and actually this. Friday, I'm getting together with our Mind Body Gym yeah. for one of the first times ever, an unofficial, official get-together. In Jan, we're having a uh, Mind Body Gym Jamboree. I'll probably get you along too as well. I want to do a lot more like, like you're doing offline, bring the online offline. I think yeah. it's so important to build that momentum. And because I think this community, well, certainly I, I started going alcohol-free in lockdown one. So if you think about it, I, from what I know, this community has grown massively from that time because that's, yeah. I've obviously got more involved in it. But um, I think a lot of people have gone sober during COVID and during restrictions. Yeah. And I think now is the first time the opportunity the world's opened up again where we can meet up. So there's a bit of pent up demand for it as well, as well as the fact that there's so pe people haven't met people like us before. They've just been doing it themselves and doing a really bloody good job by looking at what you do, what I do, what other people do in this community and using that as their sort of motivation every day. Now it's time to meet up in person and take it to a new level. Yeah, and test those alcohol-free skills. Yeah. Because it is a bit of retraining, like I said, and it's nice to retrain in an environment that get you, that understand you. Whereas I think a lot of the time is we're trying to retrain in the very environment that tripped us up in the first place, which makes it a lot harder. Yeah. Because you've got all those social clues, you've got all those triggers around you, plus you've got to deal with people that are then drinking or are drunk, yeah. which makes it quite hard. I think the fact that you could get together with a group of people that totally get it in a social environment is the perfect way Definitely. to train and prepare. So we want more of this stuff. I'm sure this is going to be just the start. Definitely, 100%. Yeah, I think the way the... The whole world, and it's very sad because I think a lot of pubs have shut, a lot of bars have shut, a lot of nightclubs have shut over this COVID period. And what has happened is a lot of wellness retreats have opened, what of health 
places like such as we're in now have opened. So in, just socially, I think you can see what's the trend. You can see the trend in the alcohol-free beer, beer community, alcohol-free drink community. The whole way of the world is going towards sobriety, albeit slowly, and we are still massive in the minority, but that's the way the world's going. And I think mm -hmm. that's what's exciting as well. So there's not as many, just from how many people there are, places there are to go now, that you're more likely to see a wellness place in a gym than ever, and you're less likely to see a bar and a nightclub than ever. So it's all moving in our favor. Yeah, yeah, the, the revolution is now. It's here, it's here. It, The revolution is now. So on that note, below in the Facebook post, as mentioned, there's a link. I'm gonna go, to, we're gonna go to some comments in a second. I can see a few people have already decided to join us. So on September the 18th, Matt's organized the first ever, we claim it is the first ever, <laughs> no booze cruise up and down the Thames for three or four hours? For, for, for three hours, yeah. Three hours, four. group of people all on the same uh, alcohol-free train. I just think that would be a beautiful thing. I'm gonna go along. Um, there's lots of people that I know already going. I think it'll be a brilliant occasion. You can click on the link below in the Facebook or you can follow Matt and get all the details. Have you got a link See in my your bio? bio? Yeah. yeah. So link in Matt's bio on Instagram, aka Better Life Guy. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. And come and join us on the booze cruise. Wouldn't that be cool? I love it. All right, well, let's have a quick look at some comments. I don't know if you want to look. It's Freddie. Let's get on these events, chaps. So that's Freddie Wellies. Freddie Explores. Freddie Wellies. I was just hearing about Freddie Wellies. I was just telling you, I was just telling Matt all about Freddie Wellies. Freddie Wellies, if you don't know, they have a brilliant podcast with. Um, Sharon Hartley over the influence they're going to be doing more and more events Freddie Wellies I call him Freddie Wellies because he's the fastest ever marathon runner dressed as a fisherman <laughs> wearing wellies <laughs> Freddie Wellies I love it that's niche that is proper niche <laughs> yeah 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 alright so let's look sober social events are so important to help ease new sober people into the social world exactly I think that's a really good point that we just touched upon there that you know, at the moment you're trying to retrain in the very environment that you've probably found difficult anyway, depending. And lots of people come to alcohol for different reasons, many of them for a social crutch. So if you're trying to retrain in that environment, it's hard. Like I found that as a broker, literally the day I said, right, I'm taking a break, the next day I was out. Yeah. Because I was out a lot. Yeah. So it, it, it was hard, but equally it was quite good because I got an opportunity to train really quickly. I didn't have to wait like say let's say some people have been waiting a year yeah because of covid yeah. i probably would have to wait two days yeah and then i was at lunch or i was at an event and it was like right i've got a, i'm i'm in the game again yeah and don't get me wrong i failed loads yeah but i had to retrain mm -hmm. i've got a lot of opportunity to retrain so i think it is really important to get together in these social events if you can do it in such a way that eases you in bloody brilliant and do you know what i want people to do i want people to get on that boat or wherever we are and I want, because I think it's so hard, like anyone watching this, who's got all their family and friends going, what are you doing that for? What are you doing that's boring? And all the, all the abuse you get, but you're doing it because you're doing it for your reasons and you're doing it because you know that that's the right thing to do. But it's hard doing it on your own. But what I want you to do is get on that boat or meet with us and be, the shoulders will drop. Your neurology will change and you'll be like, ah, this is it. This yeah, is yeah. what it's all about. This is, <laughs> I can feel it now. I can see it, I can feel it, I can hear it, I can touch it. Like it's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, seeing it in real life, I think it's going to be a real point of difference to people rather than virtually. That's I'll, the hope. I've got a big question. Will there be sober dancing? I don't think so, mate. Not from me. <laughs> that's pretty me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Not from me. I'll let you is, go that's first. That's a different, that's a new level. <laughs> right. Have a little two-step. Sober dancing. <laughs> yes. Go on the sober dancing, but there will be music. There will be music. There. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's going to be like, it's going it's, to be, it's going to be like, think, Cafe Del Mar, Ibiza, oh, nice. sunset, you know, nice chill out music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cruising down around the best city in the world. 
with um, a couple of old-timers. <laughs> old old-timers old dancing. <laughs> bit of sight, a little bit of that dancing going on. I tell you, it's going to happen. I can feel it. There's Daisy. I, won't, I went to the first sober event last week and was really nervous and felt so empowered once I've done it. Go on, Daisy. Go on, Daisy. Where was that, Daisy? Let us know so we yeah, can give them a little shout. We can give them a little shout. We should have been there. Neddy's <laughs> just bought my tickets for the cruise. Yes, Neddy. Neddy's lovely as well. It'd be so nice to, to catch up with Neddy. Tony's saying, lots of head nodding in agreement to this live. Absolutely brilliant. My primitive brain is telling me, don't go, because I have nothing interesting to say. I need the confidence to step out of my comfort zone. Come on, Tony, you've got loads to say. I think it'd be great to meet you. And this is part of it, isn't it? It's just retraining yourself. And it will be. I know what it's like for lots of people that getting outside your comfort zone. It's like that. <gasps> I might not know anyone. Many of you might be turning up on your own, but you'll sort of know everyone. Do you know what I mean? There's something really powerful about having a shared connection with people. Every single person on that boat will have that shared story. Every single person. There'll probably be loads of people turning up on their own. Isn't that empowering? To go to an event on your own and feel safe and comfortable and confident that you can connect with people that you sort of know, albeit maybe virtually, many of them, but there'll be that like common bond. Like you don't get that in a normal social event. Do you know what, on the back of that, there's been a lot of singles ticket sales. Yeah, like, I was brilliant. really surprised by that. I'd say the majority of the tickets have been singles, yeah, actually. I think and a lot of people have messaged me saying, look, can I come on up? Do you think it'll be all right if I come around? I'm like, yeah, most people are coming on the right. It's the, the idea of it. It's like, yeah. it's like a, a dating boat <laughs> without the dating. Right, right, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And equally, on that, on that note, and that's the important bit, because this is a bit of a solo mission, but we all come together, don't we, in these groups and these communities. But equally, in our own networks, very often, we are the only person. So yeah. the only person that would be interested in going along. Because your big drinking buddy, he's going to have no interest in going along. And why bring them along anyway? Because you might as well come on your own and connect, unless they're, they're sober curious themselves. Yeah. But I think it's a really nice opportunity just to get in a sort of a room, like we said, cruising up and down the best city in the world and yeah. just hang out with people. I'm so curious people as well. Like that's the, I, I want to get together with the sober people, but I yeah. really want the sober curious people to come as well. Cause I think that will be the game changer for them. Once you, once you see that, once you feel that, once you, uh, you know, if it is a lovely day, you got the music playing and we're all just having a nice time connecting. I think it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm just going to a couple of these. It's Carrie. Classic limiting belief. If I don't drink, I will be boring. Love smashing that apart and finding the true, genuine way of being me. It's so, it's so true. I've been sober now for seven months and life could not be better. I know this is the stuff that we get to read all the time. It's just so empowering. Seven months is a brilliant time, by the way. I always say to people, like, first six months, fairly difficult. Seven months, you're over that crest. Yeah, yeah. You're on your way to the one year. Once you're at one year, forget about it. You're done. You've smashed it. It's something about the sevens. So I'm like seven years and like, I still love it, right? I'm still smiling and enjoying it so much. Sober runner Essex. I'm all over the Romford two-step. Yes. <laughs> the Romford two-step. I've got that sussed. Hold on. Let's go here. Neat. Would love to come, but no, not on my own. Well, oh. I'll be there. Matt will be there, right? We know you. You know us. <laughs> come on. You can do it. Any chance of doing a live from the boat? Yeah, absolutely. We'll 100%. do a live from the boat. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. Yeah, we'll set all that sort of stuff up. We'll have it. Um, Neat says, maybe by September I'll feel more confident. Do it, Neat. It's got to be done. Hold on, let's go here. This weekend was my first camping weekend, doing activity zip wire, Snowden, chatting, laughter. Such a great weekend and not a drop of alcohol. Even 
thought about. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so on that note, I forgot to say that. So at the weekend just gone, a group of alcohol-free Essex got together, a group of mind-body gymmers climbed Snowden. I saw, yeah. Did the zip wire. I mean, Brilliant. what an amazing social event that is. Together, like life-changing. You're gonna come away from that going, oh my God, I achieved something I never thought possible. Many of those would have turned up on their own. Yeah. And like, that stays with you forever. Contrast that with the thousands of nights that we've spent in pubs or clubs or whatever that add no value, that we can't remember. Yeah. That don't, like, they're, they're just a distant memory, whereas things like that last forever and maybe it'll be the same around the No Booze Cruise. 100%, and the day's longer as well. I always say, when you go on like activity holidays, or mm. I went on my first holiday to Turkey last year sober, I couldn't believe how long the days are. Like, you, you're up at seven and you, you, you're fresh, so you, you enjoy that first few hours rather than dragging yourself out of bed after an all-inclusive bar with that moody vodka. Um, so I couldn't believe it. And at the end of the evenings after dinner, we were going for walks. We were going shopping. We were like, What's that about? I was like, going for this walks. day is so long. And we've got home from holiday. And I felt like I'd had a holiday, holiday yeah. for the first time in my whole life. Usually you come back and you're desperate for holiday after a holiday. It's because you've been boozing the whole time. You're knackered. You're exhausted. And you, so, don't, you don't get a chance to recover. It's, it's so true. I'm actually um, going on holiday next week for the first time in a long while, which I can't wait. And obviously I've had many, many alcohol-free holidays and it took a little while to get used to, but they just get better yeah. Better. And I know people are just about that point where I think people are going to start taking holidays again, hopefully. Um, and that experience in itself is so empowering. Like you say, it's a completely different one. Instead of it being this place where you come back more tired than you went, you come back fully refreshed, yeah. you look good, you've connected, you've done loads of things that you wouldn't normally do because yeah. you've got that energy to go and do it. Like I was such a better parent, such a better dad yeah. to my girls when I wasn't drinking. Because yeah. I was just like, I had bags of energy to play, to have the crack, to have the banter all yeah. day long and still do activities and read and learn yeah. and love the food and like connect yeah. and get a bit of a suntan. Even for a ginger, <laughs> I do get a bit of a suntan. I know it's like one of these sort of strange Oh, wait to see that, mate. Yeah, yeah, I genuinely do. <laughs> I think seeing the, I saw a lot of the area as well because I was walking it and then I was also doing runs. I was, I was running, running 10 k in Turkey. Running on holiday. That's, that's just <laughs> never happened before. I'd love to go. Are Scottish people allowed? Of course. We'll <laughs> smuggle you on board, Justine. Don't you worry about that. Oh, look at Neat. Neat is on 100 days. Go on, Neat. Go on, Neat. I love it. Cyril. Cyril's on the boat. Yes, Cyril. He's got a and place on the plane. What's it, Ant and Deck, they have a place on the plane, don't they? This is like getting a place on the boat. You've got a place on the boat. Oh, yes, you can. Looking forward to hearing everyone's stories and knowing you will remember them. What could be better than that? I totally agree. Rachel, I'm a newcomer and on my road to recovery. How are you doing, Rachel? Welcome Hi, Rachel. to our Welcome. little social crew. This is what we do. It's where we hang out on the fun side of the island. Let's have a look over here. We'll try and come. Good point about going sober during COVID. I've only socialised with my drinking pals. Going sober in Scotland is like swimming against a current. Day 450, let's do this. And it's so true. And it's sort of like that everywhere is the case. Whether it be in Ireland, whether it be in the UK, whether it be in Australia, every country seems to... I hear the same thing played back. In my country, it's a nightmare. In my profession, alcohol's a nightmare. It's the same. Mm -hmm. exactly everywhere. So. Love it. 87, look at Claire, 87 days for me, fab. All right, team, we'll probably wrap it up there. Um, don't forget, there's a link below on the Facebook. You can go to Matt Pink, aka Better Life Guy, Instagram, Facebook. Click the link on Matt's bio. You'll get a link to the No Booze Cruise, 18th of September, if you want to come and join us. It's Matt's initiative. It's going to be brilliant. I'm going to go along. Hopefully, I'll see many of you on the boat. 
throwing some shapes. <laughs> yes. See that? Look, I've still got it. Look at <laughs> yeah. that. I've still got it. Fab. Brilliant. Thank you so much, guys. Hope to see you all there. And we'll see you all. We'll probably do another one of these before yeah, that anyway. Yeah, we'll we? Do, we do loads before that. Have a good one all. All right, cheers, guys. See everyone. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out the shorter episodes, which are clips from my daily live show, The Fun Side of the Island with Andy Ramage, that you can join every day at 7.15am BST by following at Andy Ramage Official on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube, search for Andy Ramage. Also, for the first time ever, I'm now training double accredited coaches in my unique coaching blueprint. Go to andyramage.com and check out courses for more information. And if you'd like to train with me on my latest online live course, The Arate Way, also head to andyramage.com courses. I'll make no secret of it. I would love to train with you. So let's make it happen. And I thank you for listening. It's deeply appreciated. The best thing you can do to show some love to the podcast is to click subscribe or follow. And don't forget the sponsors, Athletic Greens, who are giving our listeners a free year supply. Yes, free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today when you go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage and sign up. And I love it most of all when you share the episode you enjoy on social media. You can just take a screenshot as you listen and then put it out and tag me in at Andy Ramage Official on Facebook and Insta. You're amazing. Finally, you can sign up to my free newsletter where I share exclusive posts along with things I'm enjoying such as podcasts, books, quotes, TED Talks and much more. And many of you message to say this is your favourite thing that I produce. So please check it out by going to andyramage.com and there is an option to sign up at the footer of every page. As always, a massive thank you to Matt McCormick for producing the podcast and thank you to Austin Sweetman for your digital promotions. You can find me on team at andyramage.com, at andyramageofficial on Insta and Facebook, and Andy Ramage on YouTube. See you back here soon for another episode. Let's do this.